0: Hey. Welcome to another episode
1: of the Weebcast. <laughs> actually, no, the Weebcast is not our thing. That actually is a podcast that exists. Wait, I'm it is? Ba- yeah, the Weebcast is a podcast that exists. It's by uh, Jeff Thu, who is a Canadian guy. Oh. Um, he's in he runs the YouTube channel Mother's Mother's Basement, where he like reviews That's creepy. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. he, he he reviews like and he does it, those what's in an OP videos. Like it's like, an like opening of a yeah yeah movie. like it's like deep analysis of like different anime openings and oh, interesting. just kind of goes into like the it's symbol
0: mother's basement yeah okay
1: yeah it just goes into like the symbolism like what does this mean and like the colors and like right. that person was looking to the left and they were in shadow and that foresh- and that's like foreshadowing their death and that oh, in this in the series or that's whatever interesting yeah there's a lot of really good ones and the JoJo ones are very good because there's a lot of like ooh this is some this is foreshadowing part two and things like that.
0: Well, this isn't the Weebcast.
1: It's not. Sorry, this, Jeff, if you if you listen to this. <laughs>
0: this is the Black and Animated Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wayman Singleton.
1: And I'm your other host, Bree Williams. And
0: it's interesting that you brought up the Weebcast and anime and um, Jeff, Jeff Du? Did I say his name right?
1: Jeff Thu. Jeff
0: Thu. It's interesting you bring that up because uh, today is a B and W episode or WB, whichever one sounds great. B and W sounds like a car company and WB sounds like a broadcasting
1: company. W B
0: <laughs> Um But today on our B W W B episode, we'll be talking about anime.
1: And then everybody decided to hit that X button to close the window.
0: Everyone decided to throw their podcast listening devices out of the window. I don't
1: want to hear about those cartoons made in Japan.
0: Japan anime?
1: You kids and your animu and mango.
0: Oh, black people talking about anime. What else is new?
1: No, I, uh... <laughs> <What else? laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> uh, no. No, but it's actually really interesting because like um, and if you look at the black community, there are a lot of black folks that are really into anime, especially kind of those very intense shounen series like Dragon Ball Z, mm. like black people really love Dragon Ball Z, yeah. I've noticed. It was a
0: really interesting article I read like a couple months ago that was kind of just talked about why um, black people, I think especially the like male black populace, Love Dragon Ball Z, are really into Dragon Ball Z.
1: Yeah, I think I I, I saw that article. I didn't fully read it. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of skimmed I, it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I skimmed it as well. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, like, and then I thought about, it and I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of black people and a lot of black dudes that like <laughs> Dragon yeah, Ball uh, Z.
0: One of my best friends is really into Dragon Ball Z. Like, really into Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and I'm like, like I like I like Dragon Ball Z, but um, I'm not in love with it. Um, Yeah, so that's my opinion on Dragon Ball (laughs) Z.
1: It's good, cheesy, fun. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely a power fantasy kind of show Mm -hmm. with some problems or a lot of problems.
0: Yeah, Goku ain't a good daddy. He's not. He's not. That's
1: why Piccolo
0: is the real OG. That's why Piccolo is. (laughs)
1: He's the real dad.
0: He's the real dad.
1: And he's invited to the cookout because Piccolo <laughs> is black. Everybody knows this. As
0: everyone knows, Piccolo, Piccolo is
1: black. It's canon. Black. A kir- I will come for Akira Toriyama. <laughs> and like, if he tries to fight me on that, I'll be like, no. He's black. And yeah, it's canon. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there
0: was like, an episode in which Piccolo became human. And he turned out to be black as a human. I wanna be I would be, yeah. He's the like, better be like, dad, he's sense. the voice of reason.
1: Like when when Goku gave uh Cell that sensu beam to heal up with, <laughs> right before he was about to fight Gohan, Piccolo's like, What Why? are you doing? Why <laughs> would you do that? And Goku's just like, I don't want to give him a fighting chance. He's like, no, no! You what did the
0: wrong him? You?
1: Goku, this stupid.
0: Gosh. <laughs> oh man yeah pick a little be black
1: <laughs> um but yeah like in a in a lot of anime um especially with like bl- a lot of black people liking anime um it's kind of similar to a lot of um western cartoons they'll say so it's not just isolated to just americans um that there just is a very low count of black characters and i understand that japan is kind of like a society that's very much to themselves, mm-hmm. and when, and this is kind of reflective of every, everywhere. Like content creators kind of make what they know, which isn't always good because it's like you know there are other people exist besides you. Other people exist besides the you know general white white person. Right. And um, but I feel that with anime kind of not being that secret niche thing as much as it used to be anymore. It's kind of a shame that, with so many uh, people of color, and in this case specifically, like black folks liking it, we don't really see a lot of ourselves in it, except for some very goofy looking characters. And again, like, I understand that there just isn't that much of an abundance of people that are not Japanese in Japan. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, it's weird because I don't want to speak for another culture, you know? Right. Like, I don't want to speak for them. Yeah, you don't
0: want to, like, speak to uh, another's cultures uh, i guess experience like it's a totally different culture a different country yeah but and it, and, I mean, and they're not
1: making it for americans right they're making it for them exactly. but at the same time again i don't want to speak for anybody but like you should probably do your best to avoid kind of not okay caricatures of a group of people
0: yeah no i totally agree with that. because like
1: as I'm speaking specific specifically. I can't speak right now. <laughs> um, specifically. I am speaking in particular <laughs> about. Uh, it's been so long since I saw this show, I forgot the guy's name. Oh. um, the, the black Russian guy in. um, Dur- Durara?
0: Oh, Durara. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen the Durara in a really long time. I <laughs> keep okay. saying like, Durara.
1: <laughs> because i sounds like like, you're saying (laughs) like 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 in uh, jojo part four uh
0: um i watched like the first episode of that when it came out and then i didn't
1: watch anymore it's good it's just um that one character kind of made me a little uncomfortable Mm. because he's the only black person in the show Mm. but he's also russian apparently like he was raised in russia or something that's interesting and he's like a he's like a what do you call it, like a barker or not, not a barker? Maybe that's not the right word. Um, like somebody who's just like outside of a restaurant, and I'm saying like, you know, hey, come in and like, here's oh some coupons. yeah, promoter, he's like, yeah, like a promoter. Yeah. yeah, he's a promoter for this sushi restaurant, and I think it's his personal sushi restaurant. Again, oh,
0: I feel like I, okay, I'm starting to remember who you're talking. Yeah, about. like I he I, was I, in the first episode.
1: Yeah, and again, like I, it's been a it's been a hot minute since I seen Dorara. Like I think I watched it all the way through, oh like mid late high school, and I know there's Dora two. But I haven't seen it. I
0: haven't seen it at all. Um I think it's all on Netflix.
1: Yeah, it is, but I haven't like gone back to yeah, it. There's, I think it's on my
0: Netflix list. I just haven't. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll watch it during my commute this week.
1: Yeah, maybe. But yeah. um maybe you should. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad. Yeah, I, I don't know either.
0: I guess I'm gonna find out.
1: <laughs> it just kinda came quietly and mm-hmm. I didn't hear I didn't hear much about it. Mm-hmm. But that character He's a nice person and everything and he's like a very like, you know, warm-hearted character, but I just the way he's drawn is very minstrelly. You know, he's got oh, big them lips. He's, he's got he's got he's got Mr. Popo face going on. Right. And Mr. Popo is another like weird case. Like mm-hmm. I, I love Akira Toriyama,
0: Oof. but <laughs> Mr. Popo.
1: I- it, there's a lot Akira Toriyama doesn't really draw black people right. Eh.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, that's the case with uh, like some anime kind of do this thing where it's like um, just changing the skin tone of Mm -hmm. a character, basically like template style, which is I mean, I feel like that's a lot of cartoons and like even Western cartoons. I don't know, but
1: I feel like I'd be if given the choice between changing the template or giving me like monkey lips looking like a minstrel character, I'd rather just... You know, have somebody paint bucket brown on the character, right. then get like minstrel, minstrel monkey face.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean, I also want to bring up that, if like, if
1: I if we're operating on that binary,
0: yeah, no, I would like to I, actually
1: have effort put into the design, but right. if I'm only given those two options, well, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, like
0: if you're only given those two options, you'd rather go with like um, paint bucket than yeah, uh, minstrel black lips. But I feel like it might not be like I feel like a hundred percent. It's not a hundred percent of the time. Uh, uh i guess racial stereotype menstrual lips i mean it feels like it because a lot of the characters that are black usually are like that but yeah
1: like the dude in dragon balls in the red ribbon army who's like that jet he's like a general or something he's Mm -hmm. like a bald guy
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and um because a lot of uh characters in japanese anime like even in akira toriyama's style have uh lips like that Mm -hmm. um like i see those like just (laughs) <laughs> minstrel style lips i was gonna say juicy lips juicy <laughs> uh, lips i see the juicy lips on like basically like those fish like the lips that you probably yeah. call a fish character yeah or the um, f- like yeah. breadwinner style <laughs> yeah <laughs> breadwinner is the dick Lodi cartoon is yes. the movie style lips i i see those type of lips on like every, like not every character but like a large amount of non-black characters right so it feels like it's kind of a culturally goofy thing to put on a
1: character yeah like if you look at the one anime that i that came out which i think is very sweet called is it Ore Monogatari? but it translates to my love story about the like Aww. short petite girl oh, yeah. and the like really big dude <laughs> it's very it's very cute i've watched like a maybe episodes? 10 episodes oh, or so. that's more than a couple I got pretty deep into it. Um, <laughs> How I mean, many I, I, I think I think there's more. Well, deep into it, meaning that I marathoned a chunk in like two days. <laughs> um, and then I was like, I need to go outside.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I remember when that came out, I was like, oh, this looks like I'd be into watching it, but I just never got yeah, to. And, it. Yeah,
1: and he's got those big juicy lips. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, them juicy lips. Like, I feel like it's just um, some Japanese people have them juicy lips and they just- and Them <laughs> juicy lips. <laughs> add those to their goofy character designs sometimes mm-hmm. and even like as serious character designs but um, yeah when you see it on a black character anime it's like
1: it's kind of like, eh. like mm-hmm. and, 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 it's pro- and like you said it's not it's most likely not out of maliciousness or yeah. being like oh we're gonna get those brown people cause they look ugly like mm-hmm. it's probably not like that yeah it's probably just you know like um, not knowing
0: mm-hmm.
1: or understanding because again like another like cultural difference and again I don't don't want to speak for a group of people that I am not affiliated with you know mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's it's a mixed bag mm-hmm. it's a mixed bag it's not it's not black and white uh-huh. um, yeah it's not black and white haha uh-huh. <laughs> it's not black and white I don't know this is Michael Jackson song. two steps forward.
0: Two steps back. I don't know why I start saying
1: Paul Abdul. But um, in terms of like uh, characters of color in anime, like there, there is a lot of uh, well, there's a good chunk, I'd say, of yeah, yeah. uh, there's a good chunk mm-hmm, of good some chunky. nice representation and uh, mangaka or just like okay. directors who uh, do kind of portray people of color. And in the way that they look like they are. Like, um I know that this show is not very good anymore, at least to me personally. And if you've seen Super Eye Patches Wolf Wolf's The uh The Fall of Bleach, I guess to a lot of people it's not good anymore, not just me, but Bleach has um some like diverse looking cast members.
0: That's true. Um Yeah, there's
1: like a. like Chad is Hispanic. And ja- like half Hispanic, half Japanese, yeah. And he does look like like kind of a Hispanic guy. I mean, he yeah, he kind of falls into a little bit of a stereotype of like you know like the quiet, like almost like a bi- big quiet Native yeah, American in bi- a way. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. almost kind of like that. He
0: yeah, I he <laughs> is. I was gonna mention that. Yeah, he he falls into that um big quiet yeah Native American stereotype. Yeah, just just a little
1: bit. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have yoroichi who it's a little ambiguous if she is is that the cat yes okay. the woman with the purple hair yeah i feel like it's a little ambiguous if she is black or if she's just a tan japanese person like you know from like okinawa or something she's a
0: dark jap <laughs> but either way very dark <laughs> tan <laughs> like but either way
1: i feel like the uh, the black anime community kind of claims her you know
0: yeah i um, think so
1: Cause you see a lot of, um, a lot of like young black women who are into anime cosplay here. Like even I did. Uh, she was the first cosplay that I ever did when I was um, younger back in high school. Nice. I cosplayed Yoroichi.
0: My first cosplay was the Red Ranger when I was in first grade at Halloween. Does that count as cosplay? I'm gonna count it as cosplay. <laughs> well, if
1: we're doing that, then I guess my first cosplay was.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's do it. <laughs> My first cosplay was Winnie the Pooh. I was a toddler.
1: I don't remember, actually. The, the furthest back costume that I remember was just being a generic Hogwarts student in sixth grade. Nice! I just got the cloak, and I was like, hey, I'm a Hogwarts student. I didn't think about it too hard.
0: One of my One of my middle school uh, Halloween costumes was a bag of jelly beans.
1: Aw, that's really cute and hmm. kind of lame.
0: I know,
1: <laughs> no, it's cute because it is or like lame. like
0: Hermione or whichever <laughs> Hogwarts student you were.
1: I was I was Bree, the Hogwarts student. Okay,
0: whatever, Bree. I was my
1: own original character.
0: Okay, what house were you? Wait, let me guess what house you were. I'm going to guess, based off of your Pokemon Go housing, I'm going to guess Ravenclaw or Slyther.
1: Oh my god! Oh my
0: god! <laughs> but but if I'm not going off of your Pokemon Go, I'm gonna guess Gryffindor.
1: Are you trying to call me out like this?
0: <laughs> uh, first guess is a Ravenclaw. That's my guess.
1: First of all, wait, I wait. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> okay, so um, okay.
0: Well, based off of what you how you responded to me now, I'm gonna go with your uh, Gryffindor. <laughs> Obvious Gryffindor move.
1: Well, (laughs) well.
0: How did it turn into Harry
1: Potter? I don't know.
0: Oh, would it be great if there was a Harry Potter anime?
1: No, don't say that.
0: I can cut that out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, you can leave that, but I don't want a Harry Potter anime. Yeah,
0: that's true. I don't really care for Harry Potter. I
1: I don't. I'm kind of done with Harry Potter. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm totally like, if there was like a reboot in 10 years, I'd be like, oh, I remember... When there was Harry, when like Harry it, Potter. Was like, popular. it came
1: and it went and yeah. it, was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And now we got Fantastic Beasts, and I'm like, it was a good movie. And then Johnny Depp appeared in it, and then I'm like, oh, that took me out of it, okay.
0: Aww.
1: But we're not here to talk about JD. We Johnny ain't here Depp. to talk
0: about JD. We're here to talk about anime.
1: An- anime.
0: Anime. <laughs>
1: anime? Anime. 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 Uh, um, but what was he yeah. saying? Oh, right. Bleach. Uh, Yeah, Bleach has. A lot of like black characters. <laughs> <laughs> you keep singing. The The sixth opening isn't even the best one. For oh, it's my,
0: well, okay, my favorite opening is that one that's the Beat Crusaders Tonight, Tonight. That's Tonight,
1: love is raised. Tonight, Tonight. Across the nation. Tonight, love. Love always will I must another day. Jesus, you star. For those that don't know, the beat crusaders you might have heard them somewhere else and the kappa mikey opening theme song hey,
0: hey, you you out in the street don't you, you see, see the man, man? he's kappa mikey Mike. <laughs> yeah, god i love the beast crusaders
1: they're really fun i don't even know if they're still together
0: i don't know either
1: um but yeah uh well, bleach like who who else is I, I, it's funny I say like there's there was a lot like of a, wasn't there a, a
0: blind black guy Yeah. I'm also Kate. really bad at remembering names and characters I didn't even watch all of Bleach so
1: I didn't watch all of Bleach either because mm-hmm. I fell off of it when they were looking for Orihime and I was like this is the same thing as when they were trying to get Rukia and I kinda don't care anymore yeah I feel like <sighs> I, I just
0: catch it every now and again on Adult Swim when I stayed up late uh, before going to church the next day <laughs> And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I caught that episode of Bleach finally." I'm really good at not catching up on cartoons and shows.
1: <laughs> you just forget about them.
0: Sometimes, I'm like, mm, all right.
1: But yeah, I'll there was that. there was that one uh, there was the one guy whose name starts with the K. It was like Kane or something like that or kind of, i don't remember is that the blind black guy this is the blind guy with the dreads who became evil oh he was evil he became evil yeah oh. i'm sorry i'm we're sp- sp- if I'm, I'm probably spoiling bleach for people hey. i well it's been a while it's i don't know been i don't know done. i don't Wait,
0: know isn't it done it's done right it's done it's done it's been done for like two years get over yourself well the,
1: the anime is done and no yeah they're both done yeah well the anime is quote-unquote done because it ended tobe with like filler Kibo. tobe I, I was trying to remember the name of the of the... Creator. T- uh, tight Kubo. There we go. Well, is it tight or Tite? Because be I used to say Tite, but I've heard people say tight.
0: Um, I think it might be Tite, because if people, if those people that were saying that are American, <laughs> then I wouldn't trust their pronunciations. Now, if they're Japanese, <laughs> I'd probably trust them a little more. But I feel like because, um, I mean, the Japanese language is structured a little bit different. Like, I feel like Americans would probably pronounce it tight like night with a T-E. But i think it might be Tite. but wait
1: weren't a lot of those characters of color the villains in C- bleach? in bleach because a lot of them if i'm not mistaken were part of that espada group
0: are they i mean i feel like a lot of the characters turned out to be villains right like a lot of the Shinigami were like not good or at least didn't know that they were on the bad side
1: I like how you're saying Shinigami because that's the right way to say it. But they had to call it Soul Reapers in English because Death Note was coming out at the exact same time. They uh, didn't want to confuse people. <laughs> I'm Shinigami. a Soul Reaper. Shinigami. Wait, isn't that that same thing that Ryukis? Oh,
0: because like, uh, God, that's so weird. Like, uh, this cultural thing can't be slightly different for other storytelling. Like, what? Yeah, like, if Stop we were it.
1: Japanese kids, we wouldn't get confused. But because we're little, like, baby Americans, we'd be like, is that the same thing? I feel like is this is such thing? a dumb
0: concern. <laughs> like, there's literally a million versions of fairy tales. We don't get confused about the, we know what a mermaid is. We're not gonna get confused. Calm down, guys. And like, as long as they explain, like, oh, it's basically, like, a death, a death reaper or whatever, or the grim reaper, then boom, you got it explained.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Man. But yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think a fair amount of the characters of color, whether they were black or Hispanic, because I know uh, Kubo really, oh, uh, uh, he uses a lot of like, the Sp- he uses a lot of the uh, Spanish language for um like <laughs> for for places and for powers and like villain names and like weapons and whatnot, mm-hmm. um like like Hueco Mundo, but oh. I think they're just like kind of like weird random. Translations or something for for it. Like I don't know. He might have put a lot of thought into it, but a lot of it is just like, oh, this sounds cool. If I'm not if, if I'm not mistaken, again, I don't want to misquote Kubo. On was
0: Bobo black?
1: Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe we claim him. What's he? He's kn- a really tan. Maybe he was just a really tan guy. See that's the thing, like that's the, that's the girl. thing because there's there's a lack of black characters in anime. We kind of just claim people, like mentioning, like like I said before, like Piccolo. We're like, oh, he's yeah, Piccolo black. We're gonna nice. claim him or Anthe Hememia from Revolutionary Girl Utena. Although technically, if I'm not mistaken, Anthe is actually uh, an Indian uh, young woman. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I know for the longest time I was like, oh yeah, Anthe's black. <laughs>
0: Yep. It's basically how it's done. <laughs> or um
1: Michiko Michiko Malandro. But if I'm not mistaken, Michiko's more so Brazilian uh like Afro Brazilian. Mm. I believe.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. I think this it's supposed to be Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mich Michiko to Hachin.
1: Yeah. It's like a futuristic or is it not really futuristic, I guess just like a like a fake kind of pseudo Brazil. Mm-hmm place but there are a lot of like afro brazilian people in it like mm-hmm. um uh something like sugar brown or something uh, the cop the woman with the afro mm-hmm.
0: um, another show that i want to watch
1: i've watched a couple episodes of it. it's a pretty i i like it mm-hmm. um the woman who directed uh yuri ice if i'm not mistaken uh, that's another one of her shows. Mm. And um, musical direction was um, what's his name? Uh, uh, I'm, forget- I'm so bad with names. I'm forgetting his name, but uh, was director of Samurai Champloo and Space Dandy. That Samurai guy.
0: Champloo. Now that's a great
1: show. <laughs> I think the black community claims Mugen too. Yeah, <laughs> I think people definitely. claim Mugen a little bit as well. I feel well. like
0: the black community might claim that whole show. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh look it's the rural japan yeah it was black (laughs) all this musical influence that's like very obviously hip-hop
1: do people count usopp as being black
0: Ooh, that's a really good question and i think
1: yes because he's also got those he got them lips got those lips yeah
0: i remember when like you know one piece first came out i was kind of no not again (laughs) but then he has that nose and I'm like what's happening
1: but you know getting back to that real quick though it's kind of it's just like Like with that
0: hair too yeah he's
1: definitely it's like from a a western point of view looking at characters like that even when they're not necessarily intended to be black Mm -hmm. um, because you said like they used it on like their funny goofy characters it's still like from a western point of view and especially as a Uh, a black person's point of view it feels kind of derogatory almost Mm -hmm. because it is being played as a joke
0: yeah
1: and again it is most likely not out of maliciousness like i'm not trying to make excuses yeah but it's the whole thing again i don't want to speak for an entire culture but you should kind of call out things that aren't great and try to be aware of it like like I know that uh, when we make stuff over here, we're not necessarily making it for for Europe to look at, I guess. Right. But we're not gonna. I don't know. Let me throw out a random thing. I guess like uh, uh, f- French people going hon hon baguette all the time and something.
0: <sighs> Sorry, I had to do a spit take.
1: <laughs> like that'd be rude.
0: Yeah, that would be very. Rude. That'd be and that'd
1: be pretty rude. Like I um. I feel like that happens. And I know that's like <laughs> more. And I know that's more I so. I and I.
0: Oh man
1: I don't know I'm just trying to think Of comparisons That like Like
0: yeah Because I feel like Now that you At least if I were
1: making A show I would not want to Do that To a French character Because I definitely Like because I mean
0: Now that you mentioned, it I feel like that happens A lot in American cartoons Is the Oh look It's a French character You know what people Know about French people Ha ha baguettes Uh, Eiffel Tower Omelette du formage
1: That's all you can say
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they You know Resort to that So it's kind of like I feel like equivocally, if you look at it from that perspective, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like I can see. Yeah. I'm like, okay, they're-
1: It's a weird this, mixed this bag. What,
0: this is what we know about these people, so it's like, let's just put it in. <laughs> but then it's like, no, it's not really
1: great. Yeah, it, it's a weird mixed bag, and you- uh, For me, if I were a uh, sh- showrunner- I can't talk. If I were a showrunner, I would do- the absolute very best to avoid like no one that ever was sorry what
0: he <laughs> said absolute very best and i said like no one ever was stop <laughs>
1: no. but no i would do my don't i would do my very best like no one ever. <laughs> i would do my very best mm-hmm. to avoid something to to avoid like characterizing uh someone like that cuz like that can be really hurtful uh-huh. and and I know some people are gonna say like, oh, well, it's just like, it's just an image, but like images can be powerful. And that's just one one quick example of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I were to slip up and do something like that, I would hope that like, you know, my PA or my coordinator, um, my coordinator, or like my, I don't know, anybody who's writing on it would be like, hey, that's maybe we shouldn't do that. And I'd be uh, take a look at this, you know? And then I'd be like, you're right. That's not, that's not okay uh my fault i uh i messed up that was that's ignorant let me let let's let's go over this again and make this character better yeah Yeah. but but it's kind of funny though with a lot of uh black people liking anime growing up you kind of like did you ever encounter any like ridicule from people from people for liking anime because i know i did like people kind of made fun of me for saying like oh like you're watching you know like those Cartoons that, like, white kids watch or something like that. Or, like, what is that? Interesting.
0: I feel like it was... Because it, it was different. It felt like it was, for me, a stereotype to be a black guy into anime. Really? Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, you're black? Let me guess. You watch Dragon Ball Z. Or you watch anime. You're really an anime, aren't you? And, yeah, I felt like it was more like that. Like, um, gosh. And, I mean, it wasn't... Like, I feel like there wasn't that much, like, bad, <laughs> I guess. Um, there wasn't, like, a bad outlook, because I feel like a lot of my my friendship circle love to watch anime, mm-hmm. but there was, like, a, a, a feel of a stereotype that black dudes are into anime.
1: Oh, no, see, that's interesting, because growing up for me, I got the opposite, where I was kind of, like, picked on for it a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, within my own family, even to some degree. Like, mm-hmm. not abusive for my own family, but, like, kind of, like... Like, you know, I was like, yeah, what, like, what is that? Like what Uh you're watching, like you're, you're being, you know, different or, um, from so-called friends that I had kind of making fun of me for liking anime because it was like kid stuff or Uh like where I grew up, the population was mostly white and Uh those mostly white kids were my friends. Uh Um, I didn't have too many black friends growing up.
0: Uh
1: Uh, the couple that I did were not into anime at all, mm-hmm. so it was mostly like the white kids that were watching that. Mm-hmm. So that was like a white kid thing to a degree. Yeah, and I kind of got teased for it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or there was once this girl in junior high school who said, "Um, I think I'm, I think I'm white, or I think I'm Japanese because I like anime so much." And I was just kind of caught, like, caught off guard by her saying that because I was like no i just like this thing granted when you're 14 years old watching like inuyasha every day of course you're gonna be a mega weeb because we all were <laughs> or at least people that are into anime were all like giant weeaboos don't mm. deny it yes you were <laughs> everybody had their weeaboo phase. maybe you're going through it right now and you're gonna realize hey maybe uh maybe don't ev- even know <laughs> maybe maybe ramen isn't the best food or sushi isn't the only thing you should eat or even you though you've never had you it you don't
0: need to be super excited every time you see the- <laughs> <or you> <laughs> store.
1: or you don't need to say oh kawaii desu ne, when you run into something that you think's cute or go "Nya" when you hug somebody or glomp them please don't glomp people that's an invasion of privacy don't do that
0: so what animes did you watch as a kid me yeah oh man Cause it might pro- what did you watch? I feel like it's probably gonna match up with what I watch, like Toonami and stuff.
1: Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of Toonami.
0: Yeah, um, we can go into the history of our anime because, like, I Sailor Moon. I love, yeah, Sailor Moon. Those my girls. I watched Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z. I like was Dragon feverish Dragon. about Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Z as a kid. Like, first, I remember first grade having like a Dragon Ball Z coloring book. Trying to draw the characters, like tracing them on like printer paper and stuff.
1: I remember I went to Catholic school for a couple years, and I remember. Um, God be with you. <laughs> I remember um, we had like a a book assignment to read a to to read a book and then draw an image from the book. Nice. So uh, back when Sailor Moon was like, you know really popular and it was just everywhere like you could go to toys R Us and get sailor moon toys people knew what that was mm-hmm. it was on the same level as pokemon's popularity mm-hmm. and um there was this book that i got from rest in peace borders or no was it board maybe it was the other bookstore i think it was the borders maybe um still rest in peace borders still rest in peace borders freaking barnes and noble rest
0: in peace barnes and noble verse
1: really you think so
0: (laughs) no i just wanted to say that um
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i bought a book that detailed basically the first two episodes of sailor moon in like a you know like a kid's novel like a light novel type of uh, yeah it was it was like a light novel kind of deal yeah um i guess light novel would be the term for it yeah I guess so. but um, it was very it was written at the level of like you know like a first grader could understand mm-hmm. it. Oh okay so it, it was just like it was just a children's visual novel. or... Well no, not not visual novels video game yeah sorry <laughs> no that. Was you're like, making this completely... confusing no it was a
0: graphic sim- novel <laughs> no it was <laughs> a... one of those like no- like not novels but like one of those books in which they have screen caps of the show but that it's like all the sailor moon no- ate rice
1: all the ant, the mangas that, that they had for that they had for like inuyasha and stuff
0: if that's what they're called
1: <laughs> yeah no that's what those are those are mangas, and tokyo pop had a bunch of those yeah oh
0: tokyo pop there's was, so like, many. lousy with like so many of that (laughs) but
1: i had a book of (laughs) i had a little novel that was sailor moon and it was like a first grade reading level because i was like in first or second grade or something and um i went to Catholic school at the time and yeah we had this little report that we had to do so i read it and it was really cool and i remember i laughed at this one (laughs) this one chapter that was called sexy dj because it was when serena yeah i'm gonna say serena serena Um when Serena had to sneak Serena Meatball head. (laughs) When Serena had to sneak into the um like it was like a radio station because Uh, Jedi, one of the bad guys, was uh uh trying to like steal people's energies with these with this flower and like this love talk show thing mm-hmm. it was it's, i'm not gonna go into I'm too many really details i'm really
0: trying so hard not to quote sailor moon
1: Bridge. oh my god
0: <laughs> so bad don't
1: quote sailor moon Bridge. Try it's funny hard. but don't quote it right. um right. um but yeah and then serena had to use you know her lunar transformation pen and then i think this is in the manga and in the original du- original japanese audio um which i have barely listened to because i'm i have such really bad nostalgia goggles <laughs> sailor moon like i have to listen to the old 90s valley girl talk like i, I have to <laughs> <laughs> it's nostalgic, just blinded me really hard with sailor moon um but she was like Turn me into a sexy dj but in the 90s dub i think she was like turned me into like a radio like a, a cool radio sh- show host or something but in the book, it said "sexy DJ" and I was like, "Oh, hee hee, that's really funny." <laughs> but anyway, that was like a little tangent about the book. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I had this report and I drew a picture of Serena in her uh, uh, transformed as Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. and uh, I turned it into the sister, like that the nun who was my teacher, Uh-oh. and she looked at it kind of weird and said that that was inappropriate and i was very confused about why it was inappropriate and looking back on it i think it was because you know the length of sailor moon's skirt wasn't super great (laughs)
0: definitely not catholic school standard
1: and i also remember i had a friend a young black boy who was really into dragon ball z Mm i was in dragon ball z too um but i remember him drawing super saiyan two or super saiyan i think it was super saiyan 3 goku like real buff and kind of bloodied up and he had his long you know super saiyan hair and it looked really cool and i was like oh that's that's awesome you can draw him really good Mm. and then the sister came over and she saw it and then she said that he can't draw that in class anymore because that's satanic
0: what she thought that
1: goku was like a demon or like evil or something what? and i was like i i didn't understand it i mean she, she this is the same uh teacher who also told me that the bird that i had that died when i was younger didn't have a soul and, i wonder what and went to hell so what? But yeah we, <laughs> it was this catholic school guys. Wow. <laughs> um school. but yeah like <laughs> it's just a funny story <laughs> that i have about it but um sailor moon like really was influential for me for the longest time mm-hmm. and I got really into just the idea of, like, a super-powered female group. And, um, looking back on it, I feel like that made me seek out other shows that kind of had that group team hero aspect, which is why I liked Mm. Justice League so much, Mm. which is why I liked Mew Mew Power on the Fox Box a lot.
0: Mew 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 Grace, Mew 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 Power in your face. (laughs)
1: face. Um... I'm trying to think of other stuff. Or which is why I kinda of liked Wedding Peach when I found out about it. I never heard of Wedding Peach. Wedding God, Wedding Peach is kinda of stupid. Um, but yeah, like just growing up I was really into a lot of magical girl stuff. Mm. But over time I got more into um kind of like Action, action drama. Action-y shonen stuff.
0: Mm. Like I feel like I might have had like maybe the opposite development.
1: <laughs> where you were into shonen and then you Like were... yeah, I was like
0: super into like Dragon Ball Z and like uh i guess naruto was later but uh what, what, what else came during outside of dragon Balls? i guess po- is pokemon is shonen
1: i guess it would
0: pokemon is a shonen it has a twerpy main character male <laughs> um, don't 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 hate on ash just because um, he's
1: been 10 years old forever <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah i definitely liked more actiony, action driven i'll say mm-hmm. that sounds more professional action-driven anime like younger but then as i grew older i was into more cute anime like i remember hamtaro being a huge influence on my art Mm -hmm. at one point and then liking more um like i I mean at the same time too i still liked action-driven stuff but i was allowing cuteness to um enter my life and influence my like actual like interests and work more
1: mm-hmm. um yeah we definitely had the opposite because like all of the well magical girls didn't leave me like they're still like i still love magical girl stuff yeah um
0: and i love drama and action
1: but like
0: my I've, work is a lot more cuter than i guess um than action <laughs> yeah
1: and a lot of my work i feel is very influenced by the team kind of action um Magic Girl mixed with like Super Sentai aspect Super almost. Super Sentai?
0: Yeah, because I definitely had, because I'm just thinking back to like what I was, because a lot of the anime I caught was on Tsunami. So, like, you got obvious things like DVZ, mm-hmm. you got uh, maybe Inuyasha, I'm pretty sure it was there, right? Oh, Ramone yeah, Kenshin. I watched that one. Kenshin was good, I watched it too. Such great shounen <laughs> animus and, um, Sailor Moon. Inuyasha was the first like adult show that I watched. I think Inuyasha was the first adult show that I watched too. I had to day. ask my
1: mom for permission because I was scared to watch it, oh. because my well, because my auntie saw a promo In Adult Swim that was like Moroku, just touching all the women's butts because it's funny touching the woman's butt without her permission. Ha ha ha! That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> No, it's not funny. It's no, not funny at all.
0: It's not. It's very problematic. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, my mom's. But, um, my auntie saw that commercial and then she was like, "Don't watch that. Why? Why are you watching this? Turn that off." And I was like, "Okay, I'm sorry."
0: Female alchemist um what else was on Tsunami at that time i can't even remember but bebop I mean,
1: was on Paranoid. paranoia Cowboy agent
0: Paranoid. oh my goodness Paranoid you you
1: hacka show was on adult Yu Yu swim at one point too
0: yeah oh
1: like they would sh- i think they yeah. would show like un- the unedited versions on adult swim but they would keep the edited version on toonami mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I, w- I definitely watched you hawk show too yep. um just man. all those
1: big players
0: all those big players those are our gateways yeah Yep, the gateways at the time. At the time. Yeah. At the time. Yeah, and um, and then that turned into, because I, I didn't really venture to watch anime. Like, I'm not a huge anime watcher, but I watch it because like I enjoy watching, and I guess anyone that watches anime will enjoy watching anime, but um, I don't seek it out. I kind of just like, oh, this looks interesting, or I keep hearing people tweet about, or seeing people tweet about this, or hear people talk about it, I guess I'll give it a watch. Like, um Hero of My Hero. Ice. Oh, sorry. What, who what were you about to say? Nothing. That's what I thought. No.
1: <laughs> Watch Yuri on Ice.
0: Oh yeah, that's one that I've been hearing about that I'll probably give a chance to.
1: I, I have it all on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it sounds good. like I'm
0: gonna be watching Yuri on Ice very soon. Um but yeah, no, I uh, but in like in around high school ish um, that's when I started seeking out anime a little bit more because, and this was around like 2007, uh, time period, like late aughties, um, and i pretty sure Toonami was gone by then.
1: Yeah. So
0: you had to actually look for anime. You had, to, you had to look for it. Yeah. So that's when I started looking for anime and stuff and I found... Um, cute anime to watch. There's this one anime that I was pretty into when I was in high school called Potameo, which is, I'm pretty sure is a kindergarten anime, <laughs> but I was really into it. I was like, this is awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and goodness, there's another one too that I don't even remember the name of. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was like a kin- a really old kindergarten-y type anime, <laughs> but it was like about this tiger and he had a bunch of friends and there was this one parent oh, friend yeah. that he had. I had, like, rainbow feathers.
1: Oh, my God. You talking about these, I can definitely see that influence in your work because you yeah. <laughs> you like a lot of, like, cute animals just, like, piling around having fun. Yeah,
0: that's me. Cute animals piling around having fun. That's basically, yeah, it's, like, my, my style and, like, what I like to do. Um, So it's definitely been an influence in my work. Um, But I also like uh, the kind of putting it on its head type of approach, like, the juxtaposition of, like, the cute style, but then, like, very... Um, I don't know, dramatic or mm-hmm. even dark or I guess adulty themes sort of stuff. Um, like anime that I've been watching semi recently have been, uh, what's the name of that anime? It's like I, I I there's this genre that's kind of started showing up that's basically magical girl, but but dark dark magical
1: girl yeah like, i
0: love that genre because it's
1: like oh it starts out a key but then yeah it's like dark <laughs> that, that's how utsuna is mm. revolutionary girl utsuna at least to me mm. i know some people will say Mad- Madoka, but um mm. revolutionary girl utsuna is as far as i know mm. one of the early examples of the magical girl genre kind of getting spun on its head where there's a lot of dark stuff happening mm-hmm. and it's like very existential symbolic and like has a lot of heavy themes yeah and uh madoka also does that as well yeah madoka I've, magica is like the, which i've seen one of the
0: first ones that i saw and i was like this is amazing <laughs> i love this it's good. <laughs> this is great and then there's a magical girl raising project which i think came out pretty recently
1: mm, uh, i haven't heard that long
0: it's pretty great i love it i love it more than madoka magica
1: well, if you watch Utsuno, you'll probably like that even better. Yeah, I might. I'm <laughs> a really big advocate for pushing Utsuno. Like everybody <laughs> needs to watch Utsuno. If you like that, then you watch the one of the OGs. hmm mm-hmm. Watch that. Yeah,
0: for for definite, for definite. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, in high school, I was also watching things like Elf and Lead and oh, Higurashi no Koroni. <laughs>
1: I feel like I feel like Elf and Lead's just edgy to be edgy. It's, yeah, <laughs> like the. Like looking back a on freaking, it um, but again i don't i watched it all in one day with my best friend and we felt kind of gross after watching it because it's very heavy it's very very heavy. we were like oh we could marathon this in a day and mm-hmm. then we did and we were like uh what did we do Regretted. yeah
0: i remember watching um i don't even know what episode i was up to but i definitely had a point in which i watched this episode and i couldn't watch it at all for like a good few weeks because i was like it was it was too much like this is i can't like i was depressed for <laughs> a week or so because i was like no i can't do this um which happens more often than not with certain things you should watch
1: something light-hearted like well i guess it's not super light but it's light an adventure aspect like hunter hunter ah. which has a really cool uh, little black girl character in it who apparently is very awesome Mm. Um and you know she's got little curly nappy hair and it's it's great. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of her. I haven't encountered her in the show yet because mm. I'm only like three episodes into it.
0: But yeah, you're very into your, I guess, uh, more adorable kid friendly anime. But I mean, that's not like what I mainly watch nowadays. But I feel like high school was that like me seeking when I sought out anime, it would be a blend of adult themed and then, like, very kid-friendly like, this is really cute to watch. I want to draw these characters type anime. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was another anime that I want to mention, but I forgot. It just slipped my mind.
1: Oh, no. I'm sorry that you forgot. But that's okay. Um, I wanted to bring up really quickly, though, that um, in terms of anime that, like, black people watch, we can't forget to bring up the boondocks.
0: I am the stone that the builder refused.
1: <laughs> the inspiration.
0: Uh, the main, wait, that's the The lady sing the blues.
1: I'm the spark that makes your idea bright. The same spark that, that lights the dark, dark so that you can know, know your left, left from your right. right. I am the ballot in the box of the bullet. In the gun, the the glow that lets you know to call your brother son. The story that just begun,
0: the promise of what to come. And I'm a remain a soldier till the wall is one, one. Chop
1: chop flip judo flip <laughs> chop 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 judo flip. I feel like we keep breaking into song in the episode, <laughs> and people are gonna be like, "Stop oh doing that!" <laughs> sorry, not sorry. No, um, but the, the Boondocks was a was kind of a game changer, at least in terms of seeing black characters on screen uh-huh. in that in that style. Yeah, very true. I mean, you can you can kind of take it back a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And count cyborg and Teen Titans
0: mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah.
1: Um, because Teen Titans, uh, and we're talking about the one that Glenn Mur- Murakami, uh, he he directed and character, did character design, correct? On that first run,
0: I do not know.
1: Um, well, I will say that for now. Uh, w- let's yeah, Google that because yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to say Glenn. Uh, directed it and then did character design and then i'm wrong and he did way more or was not that but i know that he was involved with it so i just want to make sure that i'm right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but we're talking about the teen titans that looked more anime and so glenn I...
0: murakami oh okay. created by glenn murakami
1: all right cool yeah yeah all right cool um i was correct yes you were uh well and that he was on it. I didn't say he created us and directed. Hey, I'm gonna count that as a win for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're talking about that one in particular, not Teen Titans Go, but I think Glenn uh, is still involved with that as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that was like another kind of game changer in a way because you saw action-packed characters in an anime style or an anime influence style mm-hmm. which kind of paved the way for that Ameri anime kind of wave that was happening then. Yeah. And I'm assuming, well, Aaron McGruder had been drawing that way for, for a while. Mm-hmm. But I think that appeal kind of led to that getting picked up, mm-hmm. you know? Like that added to, like, it, it was all just kind of happening around the same time. You're getting all these, like, quote unquote uh, Ameri anime looking kind of shows. Mm-hmm. And. Aaron Magruder's uh, Boondocks was just really great to see, and it was very unapologetically black as well. Yes,
0: very <laughs> unapologetically black.
1: It was, yeah. And I think that uh, for a lot of people, for a lot of like black artists that are super that are super into anime, um, seeing Aaron Magruder and like you know Lashawn Thomas and all those guys like working on that show um, and their work and like their drawings for it kind of influenced a lot of young artists, including including myself, to kind of be like, hey, you know, I want to make black characters that are doing, an- that are, like, in that anime style as well. Yeah. And which kind of, I think, started to make me realize as well that I didn't, again, like, kind of going back to it, that I didn't see a lot of characters that looked like me in anime. So I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at all the drawings I was doing, too, like, as my little, like, junior high self or my early high school self. Mm-hmm. I realized that a lot of my characters were white i guess mm-hmm. to or maybe i didn't think about them being white but they the sure as heck did not look like me right i didn't yeah. make them dark-skinned yeah and dark-skinned i started to switch it up and then i felt a little bit better mm-hmm. of um about like my own work mm-hmm. because i was putting something out there and sharing it with my friends and i was creating these characters that like oh yeah they look like me this is yeah. great this is great i like this <laughs> I,
0: I think, um, I'm glad you brought up LaShawn Thomas, because I feel like in a black anime, anime talk, it, we would also be remiss not to pick up LaShawn Thomas. Um,
1: well, yeah, Cannon Busters? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I feel like, I don't know, I, I feel like I have a lot to say for my soul about LaShawn Thomas, but it's hard for me to say um but he's amazing yeah amazing animator Mm -hmm. and um kind of like i feel like because in america i will start by saying this in america um doing the actual act of animating um -hmm. on a cartoon has died down a little like a lot of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i feel like especially back in like the odds like it's probably not happening at all really like probably a couple shows that are like, done in Flash in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like now there are probably some, a uh, few shows that are, like, being actually animated, like, straight-up animation mm-hmm. um, in America. And he's one of those artists um, that I could actually point to um, that is originally American that was like, yo, I want to do animation.
1: And very specifically, like, anime stuff. Yeah. And he... Did it?
0: And he was like, "Okay, they're. This is where they're doing what I like to do. So I'm going to go to Korea, and I'm going to be an animator in Korea."
1: Yeah, and isn't he currently in Japan right now working on something? Is he doing Cannon Busters over there?
0: I don't know where he's doing Cannon Busters, but I know he's doing
1: Cannon Busters. Okay. And and for those that don't know, Cannon Busters is LaShawn's um own personal new series. Um, he it was like funded. It was funded by a Kickstarter campaign, correct? Yeah. And like he got the funding for, I think a couple episodes pretty quickly.
0: He has a three part uh like documentary type series. I'm pretty sure it's three parts on YouTube where he kind of like talks about his experiences to like in like living in Korea and animating and.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, and I think that LaShawn in a way, I don't know if you agree with me with this, and I don't want to put all of it on one person, but I feel like he kind of was part of a wave, I would say, that kind of opened the floodgates for a lot of young black artists that are really into anime to realize like, hey, uh, I can do this even if I am Mm -hmm. sort of discouraged by my teachers in school to do anime art, Mm -hmm. because I know I got that when i was in college or even when i was kind of inquiring about trying to come out here to do work or whatnot i was told that like you know anime is great but you can't necessarily like draw that all the time Mm -hmm. and i ended up switching how i draw to be more like a weird mix of what's influenced me from anime to a little bit of bruce tim shion kim and like just the archie look like a weird mesh of that mm-hmm. where it's my own thing now but mm-hmm. it's not like full-on anime eyes like I was drawing back in the day and I find that it's a little hard for me to even go back to that now <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I do feel like LaShawn kind of just like like I said like open the floodgates and kind of paved the way a little bit yeah for no. a lot of people who are influenced yeah. and wanted to do that
0: yeah I totally agree like I feel like um in my experience I've had uh art friends who do have a more anime style or um are more influenced in uh yeah in anime animation or japanese animation um kind of see LaShawn thomas as a huge influence in their work like oh okay you can be american you can be uh you could draw anime or like animate in anime style um and i'm not Sitcommy cartoony style and still do work or um like you know make your stories come to life
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even on some applications um for certain more action-driven shows and they specifically want people who are really into that but Mm -hmm. the i can also understand like the problem with only doing that yeah because that's just not what's on tv right at least the majority of it anyway a lot of shows are just kind of sitcom-y comedies which is not bad Mm -hmm. it's not bad because the industry has waves of like what's popular things come in waves Mm -hmm. and i feel like we're in the wave of just kind of like animated sitcoms to some degree Mm -hmm. and again that's not completely terrible because very talented people work on those very talented people write those but then that but that's just where we're at right now Mm -hmm. um like, early 2000s, like, during the time when Teen Titans was on the air or when you had the DCAU, like, in full force, all that action and knowing how to do, um, like, anime style and whatnot was, like, a hot commodity. Like, you had all those anime type shows. You had, like I mentioned, like, the DCAU in full force. Um, but now you don't have that as much. So... It's a little bit of a mixed bag, I guess. Or a, not a mixed bag, but like a double-edged sword for people who are super anime-influenced yeah. in their artwork, mm-hmm. where they can get work, but it's probably far and few in between. Mm-hmm. But seeing people like LeSean Thomas kind of thrive on that, mm-hmm. um, it is interesting yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. Especially because like he, he literally went over to korea to actually animate yeah whereas that's not done here actual animation isn't done here Mm -hmm. and i would say i guess just to wrap up since we're getting near the end here Mm -hmm. because this episode was about anime and why we like it and (laughs) just things that we (laughs) that we've observed
0: (laughs) and it's transformed into this this beautiful (laughs) forest of uh, intrigue and thoughts about anime.
1: Yeah, I would say that uh, for any young black artist that's into anime stuff, I would say don't give it up if your teachers are telling you to not to not draw that way. Mm-hmm. I would say like having a broad re- uh, being versatile in your art is good. Mm-hmm. Like just to be real with you, being versatile is good. Like only drawing that way might not be the best thing. But I would, but don't don't stop doing that. Yeah, I feel
0: like don't doing stop. what feels right to you is usually the best because there's even like there there are a lot of indie animators because um, if you yes if you're trying to break into like um, like I guess for lack of a better way of saying it like Hollywood animation um, it might not be the best to just be drawing anime but if you're totally not interested in uh, like some any other style or um, things like that, I feel like there is always an indie route, and there are a lot of indie animators that you know draw in that style and get work of uh, doing indie like or free freelance work in that sort of style. And there
1: and there are studios that like have heavily specialize in that. Like look yeah. at look at Castlevania, at powerhouse. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, powerhouse. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That. Oop! I hit back. But that, yeah,
1: like Castlevania is a amazing
0: yeah exactly and that was
1: made in texas
0: that was made texas. in texas you <laughs> come on
1: like they specifically want people who know how to do anime yeah I have a so from you knock from on their door yeah you knock on powerhouse's door That's if you right. can do that don't be uh-uh you keep drawing your anime and you get down there to powerhouse mm-hmm.
0: so yeah exactly just like do what feels right to yourself and yeah like um i think it's yeah, always t- best to explore um like different artistic uh ways of drawing and yeah, yeah maybe don't wanna... don't
1: don't let people tell you that anime is Just, a waste of time yeah
0: exactly as long as you don't get discouraged about a certain thing that you feel is right to how you want to draw then yeah anime is good
1: believe it date bayou <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that was terrible <laughs> sorry that was bad Thanks for tuning in to the Black and Animated podcast, guys. To keep up with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated.
0: And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes.
1: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers.
0: Thanks, guys. Until
1: next time, see you later.